Section 40 of the Sikh Religion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto. The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors by Max Arthur McAuliffe. Volume 1. Section 40. Hymns of Guru Nanak. Rag Gauri. Gauri Ashtapadi. Rag Gauri. The advantages resulting from the fear of God. The fear of God is very great and very heavy. Man's wisdom is of little account, and so is his chatter. Walk with the load of fear on thy head. Meditate on the Guru who is kind and merciful. No one shall be saved without the fear of God. His fear hath adorned man's love. The fire of the fear of transmigration is burned away by the fear of God. By fear the word is fashioned and decorated. What is fashioned without fear is altogether worthless. Useless is the mould, and useless the stroke thereon. In the minds of many there is a desire to fashion the word without fear. But even though they perform a thousand artifices, they shall not succeed. Nanak, the speech of the perverse is nonsense. What they write is worthless absurdity. The following was addressed by the Guru to one who had remonstrated with him for having his relations to lead a wandering life. Make wisdom thy mother, contentment thy father. Truth thy brother, this is best. People talk, but talking is of no avail. The measure of thy might, O God, cannot be obtained. Modesty and attention are my two parents-in-law. Good works I have accepted as my spouse. Union with saints had been my auspicious time for marriage, and separation from the world my wedding. Sayeth Nanak, from such a union hath sprung truth as my offspring. The composition of man's body and the inutility of pilgrimages. The body dies, but not the soul. The body is a mixture of wind, water, and fire. Within it is the changeful play of the intellect. The body hath nine gates and a tenth door. O wise man, understand and reflect on this. God speaketh, preacheth, and listeneth. He who reflecteth on him is a wise man. The body is earth, the wind speaketh therein. Consider, O wise man, what is it that dieth? It is the quarrelsome and proud understanding. The conscious soul dieth not. The precious jewel for which men go on pilgrimages dwelleth within the heart. Pundits read and argue, but know not that which is within themselves. When my spiritual ignorance dieth, I die not myself. He who is everywhere contained dieth not. Sayeth Nanak, when the Guru showed me God, no one seemed to me to die or to be born. One Sant Das propounded six questions to Guru Nanak. It is known whence men hath come, whence he hath sprung, in what he shall be absorbed. How is he bound, how he obtaineth emancipation, and how he shall be easily absorbed in the imperishable? The Guru replied, The name is nectar in the heart as well as in the mouth. Through it man is freed from worldly desires. Man cometh in the course of nature and goeth in the course of nature. Man is born according to the desires of his heart, and he is absorbed in the same way. The pious man is emancipated and falleth into no entanglements. He is delivered by meditation on the word and by God's name. 
many birds roost by night on a tree some happy others unhappy they whose minds have worldly love perish when night hath passed away they gaze upon the sky they fly in every direction according to the destiny recorded for them they who are associated with the name deem the world like a meeting place of cowherds the poisonous vessels of lust and wrath have burst for them to those without the capital of the name houses and shops are empty but by meeting the guru the adamant doors of their understanding are opened a holy man is met by primal destiny god's perfect people are rendered happy by truth they barter their souls and bodies for divine knowledge and god's love nanak toucheth their feet the following is a conversation between soul and body the soul o body thou thinkest thyself immortal and that thou shalt be always happy know that this world is a play thou practisest avarice covetousness and excessive falsehood and bearest many burdens i have seen thee o body trodden as ashes on the ground the body hearken hearken to mine instruction if thou have done good works they shall abide with thee o my soul thou shalt not again find such opportunity the soul i address thee o my body hearken to my instructions thou slanderest and bearest false witness against others the body thou covetest another's vine o soul thou committest theft and evil deeds the soul when the soul departeth thou shalt remain behind like an abandoned woman thou o body shalt remain but as a dream what good deeds hast thou done the body whatever i took by stealth was pleasing to thee thou hast no honour in this world and thou shalt be rejected in the next thou hast lost thy human dwelling in vain i am very unhappy o father saith nanak no one careth for me arabian and turkish steeds gold silver and loads of raiment no one taketh with him they leave him in this world o fool sugar fruit all have i tasted it is only thine ambrosial name which is sweet man diggeth deep foundations and constructeth edifices on them but they shall become at last heaps of dust he hoardeth and hoardeth and giveth to no one the fool thinketh that all is his own ravan nominally possesses a golden lanka and a golden palace but they were no one's property here o foolish and ignorant soul what pleaseth god shall be done my lord is a great merchant we are his retail dealers our souls and bodies are all his capital he it is who killeth and reanimateth the guru reflects on the power of the deadly sins which lead men to destruction the others are five i am but one how shall i protect my house they ever assail and plunder me to whom shall i complain utter god's holy name o my soul before thee is death's army fierce and numerous god erected a palace put doors to it and the woman sitteth within deeming the world sweet she ever sporteth but these five men rob her when death destroyeth the palace her chamber is sacked and she being alone is captured she is beaten by death's mace and his chains are riveted on her neck the five men have taken flight the housewife wanteth gold and silver friends want banquets nanak they who commit sin for these things shall go bound to death's city kinganath yogi pressed guru nanak to become his disciple 
the guru replied that he had already learned the science of yoga he composed the following hymn on the occasion make restraint of thine inmost heart thine earrings thy body the patched coat reduce thy five senses to subjection o yogi and make a pure heart thy staff in this way shalt thou obtain the way of yoga make the fact that there is but one word and none other thy devotion to tubers and roots if god could be obtained by merely shaving the head we should make a god of the ganges it is the one lord who saveth the three worlds thou thinkest not of him o fool if thou apply thy mind to words through hypocrisy thy doubts shall never leave thee if thou turn thy thoughts to the feet of the one god why pursue avarice and greed if thou repeat the name of the bright one thy soul shall be absorbed in him o yogi why utterest thou so much deceit thy body is mad thy mind is silly thou passest thy life talking of thy property nanak representeth it is after the naked body is burnt the soul regretteth lost opportunities man's precious life should not be wasted but should be devoted to god's service and not to the acquisition of wealth man loseth his nights in sleeping and his days in eating his human life valuable as a diamond he parteth with for a cowrie thou knowest not god's name o fool thou shalt hereafter regret thou buriest endless wealth in the earth yet thy desire for it departeth not they who departed desiring endless wealth lost the endless one if all were to obtain according to their desires they would be happy whatever all may desire a man's fate is decided by his acts nanak he who fashioned creation taketh care of it it is not known on whom god's order will confess greatness the fervor of the guru's devotion were i to become a fawn live in the forest and gather and eat tubers and roots i should ever and ever be a sacrifice to my lord who is obtained through the favor of the guru i am a retail dealer of thine o god thy name is my stock in trade and my merchandise were i to become a koil and live in a mango tree i should still tranquilly meditate on the word through my love my lord whose form appeareth unequalled would naturally meet me were i to become a fish and dwell in the water i should still remember him who watcheth over all animals my spouse dwelleth on this side and on that i shall stretch forth mine arm to touch him were i to become a serpent and dwell in the ground i should still abide in the word and my fears would depart nanak they are ever the happy married wives whom god hath absorbed in his light gauri ashtapadi without a religious guide man would run riot in evil and haste to perdition the heart is an elephant the body a forest the guru the goad when the mark of the true word is made on the elephant he shall obtain honor in the king's court god cannot be known by cleverness without chastening the mind how can god be appraised in the house is nectar which the thieves are taking away no one tried to restrain them if any one guard the nectar god himself will confer greatness on him worldly wealth comforts and pleasures would never satisfy the guru without devotion to god i may apply distilled aloe wood and sandal to my body i may wear silks and satins but without god's name how shall i obtain happiness
What shall I wear? In what dress shall I show myself? How shall I obtain happiness without the Lord of the world? I may have rings in mine ears and a necklace of pearls on my neck, a red coverlet, flowers, and red powder. But where should I search for happiness except with the Lord of the world? A beautiful woman with expressive eyes may make the sixteen decorations and render herself very lovely. Yet without worshipping the Lord of the world, she would ever be despised. One may have in his house or palace a comfortable couch. A flower girl may scatter flowers on it day and night. Yet without God's name, its owner would be unhappy. Excellent horses, elephants, lances, musical instruments, armies, mace-bearers and attendants are worthless. And vain shows without the Lord of the world. I may be called a Sid, and I may summon wealth and supernatural power to me. I may make for my head a crown, a regal hat, and an umbrella. Yet how should I obtain real happiness without the Lord of the world? I may be styled a lord, an emperor, or a king. I may say, now then, to inferiors, all this would be false display. Without the Guru's instruction my business could not be adjusted. Egotism and selfishness are forgotten under the Guru's instruction. Through the Guru's instruction it is known that God is in the heart. Nanak supplicateth, I seek thy shelter, O God. The Guru describes the condition of the holy and the means of salvation. He who serveth the one God knoweth not others. He layeth aside the bitter things, deceit and evil. By love and truth shalt thou meet the truest of the true. If there be any such saint of God, his filth shall be washed away, and he shall meet God by singing his praises. Reversed are the lotuses of all men's hearts. The fire of evil inclinations burneth away the world, while those who meditate on the word of the Guru are saved. The bumblebee, the moth, the elephant, the fish, and the deer suffer the consequences of their acts and die. Absorbed in worldly desires, man knoweth not the real thing. He thinketh of lust and love for woman, which with wrath ruin all sinners. He who forgetteth the name loseth his honour and his senses. The perverse being who alloweth his mind to covet another's house hath a halter round his neck and is entangled in difficulties, while the pious shall be delivered by singing God's praises. As a widow who giveth her body to a stranger and through lust or money falleth into another's power is never satisfied without a lover. So man readeth books and reciteth the Simritis. He also readeth, heareth, and expounded the Vedas and the Purans. But without being dyed with God's essence, his mind is very unstable. As a chatrik loveth and thirsteth for the raindrops, as the fish is delighted with the water, so Nanak is satisfied, quaffing God's essence. There was a hill king called Amar Singh, who was dethroned by his brother. On being expelled, he went to Guru Nanak for advice. The following was given him. They who wear religious garbs are full of pride and know not God. Few are they whose minds are reconciled to devotion under the Guru's instruction. The true one is not obtained by the practice of egotism. When pride departeth, the supreme dignity is obtained. Kings under the influence of pride make many expeditions. They are ruined by pride and remain subject to transmigration. He who meditateth on the Guru's word shall lose his pride. He shall dismiss his wandering thoughts and destroy his deadly sins. 
he in whose heart is the truth shall easily arrive at god's court and knowing god shall obtain the supreme state the guru dispelleth the doubts of those whose works are true and they shall obtain a fixed seat in the court of the fearless what do they retain who die talking of their possessions he who meeteth a perfect guru putteth an end to his contentions what there is is nothing in reality the pious who are saturated with divine knowledge sing god's praises the fetters of pride cause man to wander in transmigration nanak it is a saint of god who obtaineth happiness death impends over all but cannot harm the holy even brahma was subject to death from the beginning he found not the end of vishnu's lotus in the nether regions he accepted not god's order and was led astray in error whatever is created death destroyeth god hath preserved us by our meditating on the word of the guru maya deludeth all the gods and goddesses death loseth not his hold on him who serveth not the guru god is imperishable invisible and inscrutable emperors rulers and kings shall not abide having forgotten the name they shall undergo death's torture the name is my support i shall abide as thou keepest me o lord chiefs and kings have no abiding place bankers die after accumulating wealth and money o god grant me thine ambrosial name is my wealth subjects lords headmen sovereigns none is found permanent in this world irresistible death striketh false mortals on the head one alone the truest of the true is immovable all those whom he created he will again destroy man obtaineth honour when he knoweth god under the guru's instructions qazis sheikhs and fakirs in religious garbs call themselves great but through pride their bodies are in pain death will not release them without receiving the true guru's consolation the net of death is over man's tongue and eyes it is over his ears when he listeneth to unchaste language he is robbed day and night without the word death cannot espy him in whose heart god's true name dwelleth and who singeth god's praises nanak the pious shall be absorbed in the word a prayer to god for protection as a herdsman guardeth and keepeth watch over his cattle so god day and night cherisheth and guardeth man and keepeth him in happiness o thou compassionate to the poor i seek thy protection look in me with favour preserve me in this world and the next wherever i look there art thou contained guard me o guardian thou art the giver thou art the enjoyer thou art the supporter of the soul man must supplement his prayers by good acts without meditating on divine knowledge man ascendeth or descendeth according to his acts without praising the lord of the world the darkness of ignorance shall not be dispelled we see that the world is perishing through covetousness and pride by serving the guru god and the true gate of salvation are attained what hath man brought into the world what shall he take away when he is entangled in death's news like a well bucket firmly attached to a rope he is now in heaven now in hell a spiritual guide is necessary for salvation his account is settled who through the guru's favour knoweth god god called the pure one 
who is in every heart, is my Lord. Man shall not be emancipated without the Guru's instruction. See and ponder this. Even though man performed hundreds of thousands of ceremonies, all would still be darkness without the Guru. What shall we say to those who are blind and devoid of wisdom? Without the Guru, the way cannot be seen. How shall we reach the goal? Man calleth the counterfeit genuine, but he knoweth not what the genuine is. A blind man he calleth an assayer, wonderful in this age. Man saith, The sleeper is awake, and he who is awake sleepeth. He saith, They who are alive are dead, and he weepeth not for those who are really dead. He saith, that he who is coming hath gone, and that who hath gone is coming. He calleth another's property his own, and with his own he is not satisfied. He calleth what is sweet bitter, and what is bitter sweet. He slandereth those who love God. Such is what I have seen in this age. Man serveth a handmaiden, but the master he seeth not. He churneth tank water, and no butter is produced. He who can explain this is the guru for me. Nanak, he who knoweth himself is unequalled and unrivalled. End of section 40. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto, Birmingham, Alabama.